Hi, Dan. Hello, Malia. Welcome back to another episode of Save It for the for Podcast. The podcast. Lately, I've been exclaiming that more out loud on our walks and talks, like, yep, save that for the podcast. And uh, do I? Do I listen to you when you exclaim that? Yeah. Do you retain it? The topic? Well, whenever you say save it for the podcast, immediately I go to my phone and I make a note of whatever we were talking about. Yeah, you're a pretty good secretary. Damn good. I found in reviewing my little chicken scratch notes for the podcast that I found a theme in the first three things. And they were written down different times. Okay. So this might be a trend or a theme that you might want to pick up on. I'm excited. I'm ready. A couple things are just statements. (laughs) (laughs) So you're just going to, it's like a a mini manifesto. Yeah, maybe I wanted to talk about the fact that if I can't find a parking spot at a restaurant, an event, a thing, there's a really good chance I'm just going to go home. (laughs) How long do you give it before you just pack it in and head home? I'll drive around the establishment roughly three to four times looking for someone to exit looking for that possible squeeze in spot yeah but you know if it's not a life or death thing then i'm just going to peace out yeah i I feel like i've been the same way i've i've had those feelings for a long time it really depends on what the event is, how important it is to you to be there. Like if it were, you know, our son's wedding or something like that, we'd probably try for like 15 minutes before we left. For sure. Don't give up the first round. Go through the parking lot for 15 minutes looking for a spot. If then you can't find one. Should be valet everywhere. Hmm. You know how there's like, you know, Uber, Uber kind of transformed car riding car share car sharing no you know the did they disrupt it sure why can't we have is it livery is that what it's called when you're a taxi a livery no livery i think my great-grandfather worked in a livery in manitowoc wisconsin horse and carriage not horse carriage horse drawn Milk delivery? I don't know. I'm not going to go there. Hey, another thing that is in my list that you can pick up on the theme here. I've hit the age where seeds get stuck in my teeth. Now, what I have to say about that is I thought that was a really old person thing when I was young. Mm -hmm. And I would hear grandparents talk about avoiding raspberries or seeded fruit because it, the seeds would get stuck in their teeth. And I was like, what are you talking about? What kind of teeth do you have? And, and now raspberry seeds get stuck in my molars. I always what thought. What the heck? What the heck? I always thought that old people complained about seeds because it was getting caught in their between their dentures and their gums. At least that's what all the commercials 
When I was young, let's talk about when I was young. When I was young, in the summertime, I would watch game shows in the morning. Before I started my day of just having fun with my friends, I would, you know, around 9, 9.30, 10 o'clock, I'd be watching Card Sharks. I would be watching uh, Press Your Luck. I would be watching, you know, an old favorite, The Price is Right. While I'm watching those, the commercials that would come on would be for dentures and denture adhesives. And they would always talk about getting seeds stuck between your dentures and your gums, causing irritation. So that's what I assumed all the old people in my life well, all had Well, not everyone dentures. in my family had dentures. Uh, all, everyone in my family, mm -hmm. once you turn 40, you get dentures. That's just how oh, it goes. you have a rich family. Do dentures cost a lot? I yeah. don't, I've never priced them. I did them. inquire about them last time I was at the dentist and I was having tooth pain and I said, should I just get dentures? <laughs> and they said, no, no, that's costly. I didn't get a quote though. Can I just. Unnecessary, but I was like, I'm over it. This crown pain is awful. Can I just talk to the listeners about your love-hate relationship with the dentistry industry? There's no love. Dentistry industry. There's no love. Dentistry industry. Dentistry There's just industry. hate? There's no hate. There's tolerance? There's a dislike. I do not like... I don't like going to the dentist. So, so anyway... the What I wanted to say was when any little thing goes wrong with your teeth you're just ready to pull the ripcord and just go let me just get dentures like pretty much unexplained tooth uh sensitivity to hot or cold things like that you're just always looking to should i just remove all my teeth and get dentures and what was the reaction when you mentioned that did you talk to your dentist about it or to your hygienist? Who did you talk to about I that? I just said that 10 seconds ago. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I already said that they said no. They looked at me wide-eyed and said, no, that's expensive and unnecessary. Yeah, but I asked who did you talk My to? My dentist. Your dentist or just the hygienist? My dentist. Oh, Dentist. Okay. What the heck? I have to say that um, I don't even know if we get MTV. Maybe we do. But we were watching this year's 2022 VMAs, and nothing has made me feel older than that experience of watching the VMAs and not knowing 80 well, 70% of the presenters or nominees. And the way they produced it, it was just insane. Can you elaborate on the insanity? They went to these side um, stages mm -hmm. where they had like up and coming experimental music people. And it just seemed so produced and so like one note, no pun intended, like all the music. Now I sound old saying this, sounded the same. I didn't hear, like in the old days, different styles being represented. And I was pretty 
upset or just, I don't know what you call it, when Taylor Swift came out and accepted an award. And then she was like, I'm going to tell you a secret at midnight when you follow me and you look on my Instagram. Like, it was complete marketing. Like, here's a time and a place, be there, and then I'm going to reveal a secret. I think as marketers, we're more sensitive to, we can tell when we're being uh, obviously marketed to. Wouldn't everyone understand that that's what that's no. happening? No, no. Oh. So it was really good on her end because she got the probably attention of millions of people in one spot, but it was really cheesy. So the theme, what I'm gathering from your yeah, topics. Yeah, what do you get from my top three topics here? You're just feeling old? Yeah. Is that the yeah. overarching? Yeah. yeah. Now, are you just feeling old or are you actually ready to make a declaration no. to the world? No. Okay. So you're just feeling old, that's all. Can I just take us completely, um, what would it be, a 180? A turn. Is it a completely... How about a 90 degree turn? A 90 turn? degree turn? Like a left turn? Yeah. 90 degrees. A left turn? Sure. Um, so if anyone's out there listening to us and you could com maybe comment on our Instagram page, I want to know if I know someone who is directly um, not involved with... Uh, Area 51, it's very intriguing to me. We have to know someone that has some information on Area 51. What do you want to know? I want to know more secrets because when they tell me, when they tease me with shows on cable, then they leave me with no information, just a lot of speculation. So I want to know something that's real and not speculation. So I want to know if I know someone who knows someone with the real information. Now, what are you just? What kind of information are you looking for? Top secrets. What <laughs> What is going on currently? What information? Why that particular geographical area? Like for real? Like, is it really locked down? as tightly as they show on TV. And what is going on in? Who works there on the daily on a daily basis? And do they get to share any of their work life with anyone? Or is it like severance? They get like, you know, severed from their daily life. I would imagine. I mean, it's top secret stuff. Why? But why would top secret? Tell us. Someone Secrets don't make friends. But if it's top secret, they can't tell you. Well, let's Why would they declassify. Break? What? What? Who are we trying to keep it away from? It's my uh, my country. It's your country. Other we countries. We pay taxes. Other countries. Well, that might want to do us send us some harm? information. Just send. Maybe they want to harm us or with, something with alien stuff. It's not all alien stuff. Really? There's probably top secret weapons, top oh. secret aircrafts that they're testing out because there. They've because of aliens? No. They just want to fly over other countries and spy on them. Mm. You got to keep tabs on China. I just China uh, quit TikTok. Not that I was active. I was more of a lurker. First of all, I don't like lurkers. Secondly, China. 
I mean, they <laughs> probably have all my information. They're listening right now. I feel like the TV turns on and off and records us when, you know, we're not actively watching. <laughs> Did you? But I don't use TikTok anymore, so don't find me on TikTok. Did you feel hypocritical being a lurker when you don't like lurkers? So you're like, you know what? I can't do what I don't like. I got to get out of here. Par- partially. And then also, like I said, they like I skimmed an article about China using data collected from TikTok. So I'm like, I don't do much. I don't need extra data collected. Goodbye. I just think everyone should get paid for their data. It's your data, and people are just taking it. They're taking it away. They're stealing it for free. Yeah, I don't really know what they're going to do with mine or anyone's, but I don't need to be there. When I go to TikTok, I look at a couple high school friends who like to post, and it's pretty much the same thing. And then if something is kind of neat, it might make it to Facebook Real, and then I can just see it there. Because I can't, I haven't quit Facebook. I have business connections. And I really like Instagram because I really like taking pictures. Well, you know, they're taking your data too. I know. It's there. I know. There's really no difference. But I just felt like I trimmed a little fat by getting sure. rid of TikTok. So I guess the most innocuous thing that they would do with your data is just see all your Google searches, what you search for. Like whenever you type something into the search bar, that's getting recorded somewhere. Well, I have not done the Dateline searches like how to get rid of a body, how to kill someone and get away with it. I I have not done that. I'm surprised because you've sometimes you get really annoyed with me and you really I we talked about this the other day. I have no desire to kill a human. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> you know, I really haven't appreciated professional soccer my entire life until I started to watch some show with uh, Ryan Reynolds called Welcome to Wrexham. I like to call it Brexit. I know, but that's not it. It's Welcome to Wrexham. Wrexham? Wrexham. Wrexham. Okay. And now I really have a fascination because of the sports documentary style they're shooting in. I really have um, an interest in soccer. Not enough to watch a match. I don't want to watch a whole match. No. I don't need to be in person, but I'm interested in the tiered system and how you get from the bottom to the top, how you move around. I mean, it's interesting. Would you watch, um, you know, like YouTube puts together like a five-minute highlights oh, for sure. of a match? Would you watch one of those? Yeah. Okay. And I've probably watched like scripted Ted Lasso soccer for longer than that, but that's not real. So. <laughs> scripted soccer. <laughs> what the heck? heck? Did you like what soccer the heck? your whole life? Did I like it? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, when I was younger, I was out there on the pitch when I was 12, 13, Maybe even 14 years old, I was out there kicking a soccer ball around in a team sport scenario. 
Did I like it? I liked it enough to play it. Um, I don't mean about you. Did you like watching adults, professionals play soccer in person or on TV? I like it a little bit. Mm. I like the concept of it. I like that it's such a big area. Yeah. And there's only 11 people on each team. I think it's 11. There's 22 people on this giant field or pitch, as we learned that it's called. And plus the goal is ginormous. So would you rather save a goal or make a goal? Let me get back to that. What I was saying was, like, I don't understand how the score isn't like 26 to 23 every time. There's so few people. How do they stop the ball from going in that goal? It's a ginormous goal, and only one person is blocking the goalie, is blocking that ball. No, but the other teammates come and deflect and prevent them from taking the hit, kick, opportunity. It's a team effort. I know. I just somehow There's I think so it much should be running. like 26 to 23. Okay. So back to your question, would I rather score a goal or prevent one as a goalie. Mm-hmm. Score or save? Um, it's so close. It's hard to say, but I think I would rather score one. I'd rather save one. Is that why we work so well as a couple? Because we're complementary? Oh, I just don't want to run. <laughs> you just want to stay in the box. And when you save, I think when you save a goal, it hits, it pulls on the heartstrings in a different way. Let's think about that for a moment. It does, for sure. Um, Is it the exact same but opposite of scoring and saving? If it's in a big moment, I mean... Because the game can be 0-0. It can. That means you saved all the attempts. So that's kind of better than one to zero. Therefore, I think mathematically the goalie is more important. Yeah, there are more goals saved in a match than there are goals scored. I don't know what that means. They definitely see more action than the player trying to score. They They get to be involved in every shot. They do. They really do. So how do we take this new love of what they call football, not American football, something we call soccer, how do we take your new love of it and help nurture it and help it grow? Or is it at a level you're okay with? I'm okay just watching Welcome to Wrexham. It's an underdog story. Maybe that's part of it too. You like the underdog? Oh, yeah. I like underdogs, too. I think ever since the Bad News Bears. Mm, that's when I started to love story. the underdog. Okay, you're playing music. You're playing, mus- you're playing us out, so. So I guess we should just say thanks for listening and tell everyone to keep listening. Keep listening and keep, like, sending your comments, reviews, questions. Do you want to talk to us? Should we call you? Let us know. Or invite a friend. Come on. 
Don't hog the podcast all to yourself. Share it, you jerks. Group chat. <laughs>